is this the end? That after more than 40 years, could the iconic Vancouver Folk Music Festival actually be packing up those tents for good? No more Birkenstock 500? No more Folk Music Festival at Jericho in the summertime? Let's find out what happened here. Joining us now is Mark Zuberbuehler, who's the president of the Vancouver Folk Festival Board. Mark, thank you for joining us. Uh, Thank you very much. Uh, People are really wondering, like, is this really it? Well, uh, we did uh, mention in our release uh, the other day that we are having a meeting on um, February 1st uh, in order for the members to decide whether we should uh, dissolve the festival. Um, We have a number of reasons why we uh, came up with that recommendation, um, but that's sort of where we're at at this time. And so it's really up to the members to decide, but um, as a board, we felt this was the best step for us to take at this time. And why is that? Is it just no longer financially viable? Yeah, I, I think that would be a fair way of putting it. Um, it's uh, it's become uh, prohibitively expensive to put on these types of events in the post-COVID environment. And last year, our, even though we had a very successful uh, festival in terms of attendance, uh, we raised our ticket prices. We cut a number of events to keep our costs down somewhat. Uh, even though we took those steps, uh, our costs still went up quite dramatically. So there's become a real gap between um, the term of the expenses of an event of this nature plus the anticipated funds that we feel that we could raise in order to support it. Um, so it's um, we just don't really have the funds now to put a festival on for this upcoming year. And also, we don't see a way forward in terms of a sustainable uh, fashion uh, to keep the festival going. What, what would it take, Mark? Would it take uh, a deep-pocketed sponsor to come forward? Would that help? I think uh, yes, uh, it would take that, um, but they would have to. It would have to be something on an annual basis. Um, there, uh, one of the challenges with uh, the Vancouver Folk Music Festival is its location. In the sense, that even though it's a beautiful location, there are some significant costs in putting on an event there every summer because there's really no infrastructure at Jericho Beach. So everything has to be brought in for that event, and that you know that's a, a very high cost for us. There are other high costs as well, but um, it's just become much more expensive uh, to do this. Uh, it's also uh, the the environment has changed in the post-COVID environment in terms of suppliers now wanting to be paid up front. And so we don't have that cash flow uh, opportunity to you know wait until all of the ticket revenue comes in in order to pay our suppliers. So things of that nature too. So it would have to be a very significant uh, annual uh, support for us to make this happen. It sounds like it would be a complete revamp of how the festival operates. That's correct, yes. It it just, it it operated for a number of years, for decades, but I don't think in this new environment it's possible. Okay, so if the environment were to change, if there were all of those things to happen, is there possible to do a, a, a revamp? And I think I ask, I speak on behalf of a lot of people who think, you know, Vancouver can't afford to lose another great festival. I, I completely agree with you. Uh, I, I can assure you this is a very difficult decision for the board to make, and we struggled with it for a long time, and we discussed it quite uh, thoroughly. But uh, the reality is is that it's just too expensive to do these types of events now. And, um, you know, moving forward, uh, whether we could get the – you know, all of our office expenses covered or any of those things, it's just too hard to know. And um, one of the things that we wanted to do as a board, as a board, we have a responsibility to look after the financial uh, 
affairs of the organization and why we're recommending this step at this time is if we do this now, we will have sufficient funds in order to do an orderly wind-up. We'll be able to uh, you know, settle all of our liabilities and be able to end on a clean note. And that way, if we do that, um, it can always be reborn if, if there's a group of people that come together that would like to try it again. But at least the, the festival as it is now will not have any lingering uh, debt claims or anything attached to it. So right. that's why we're recommending this at this time. Right. So there could be a rebirth, but you don't want to leave anything bad behind. That's right. Yeah. Mark, when did you get involved with the Folk Festival? Well, I've been on the board for two years. Uh, I've been in the role of the president for the last year. I started about a year ago as the president. Um, but I've been a long-term attendee of the festival and have loved every minute that I've been there. And um, I, as I said earlier, for the board, but for me personally also, this is a very hard decision to make because we do love the event and we think it has it creates a... a a great atmosphere and opportunity for artists to perform, but also people to celebrate music. You seem to embody a lot of folk festival fans, and that is they don't just go once, right? They go every year. There is that deep connection. That's correct, yes. Are you hearing from a lot of them? Yes, uh, we're hearing them. Most of the uh, responses that we've heard so far are people, of course, uh, very uh, shocked by the news, very saddened by the news. Uh, but a lot of people are understanding of the situation that we're in. Um, but you know, obviously nobody wants to see this event go away. But uh, as a board, we felt it was uh, our responsibility to take these steps in order to uh, wind up the society in an orderly fashion. So what you said there's a meeting coming up where this will be discussed. When does that happen? When is this next step? That's uh, February 1st. All right, so we'll see what happens on February 1st, yes. I guess. Yeah, and we'll see what the members decide, yes. We will. Well, Mark, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Thank you very much. And best of luck. That's Mark Zuberbuehler, who's the president of the Vancouver Folk Festival Board, talking about all the issues the Folk Festival has struggled with financially, organizationally, and now they are voting to wind up, essentially, at their next meeting on February the 1st, unless, like, you know, what deep-pocketed sponsor can be found, or maybe they shut it down in its form, recreate it in a different form that is better able to respond to kind of the realities of today. Can Vancouver really afford to lose another great event though that's the thing you may not have gone but you know what i didn't usually go but i can recognize that boy what a great event that was and people love it they are devoted to it and it just it is a a part of the fabric of the city and the city needs events like that right simi at cknw.com if you think you'd like to see that saved or think what, what should we do in cases like this it's just we can't let another thing end in vancouver simi at cknw.com if you want to weigh in or call or text our buzz line